Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. If you smell a li- Nah, chill. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> wow, you, you was finna jump off the deep end. Uh, and it's your man, Dame Gone Wild, the pride of Puritan Avenue. Warlord of the West Side, I look like a boss, I smell like a boss, and ask that bitch you lay to every single night, and she going to tell you I taste like a boss, too. What up, though? I'm going to keep it light this week. You kind of messed I, up. You kind of fun with that. I, huh? I did. I did. But I'm, I'm glad I could say it this week. You yeah. Me. I mean, it It doesn't happen that I ever fall off my square. I think in like this is our 43rd week, and that might have been the first time. 42nd. Okay, so two times I fumbled, <laughs> but that's it. Right, because, you know. The Ronnie Lott episode. Who else wore 42? Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse. Uh, shout out to Jerry Stackhouse, because without Jerry Stackhouse, some legendary Detroit rap videos wouldn't have made, wouldn't have taken place. You can't touch me. Uh, Royce Defy 9. Um, a the, bunch of street lords. Yeah. Uh, Niggas shot videos at that. Jerry Stackhouse was a low-key G. He was. Not even low-key. He was socking niggas on the court. Multiple times. Yeah, he did. Jerry Stackhouse had a couple fights. Um, I don't even want to disrespect. He had a couple fights. I don't know if you ever seen him when he was on um, Dan Levitard's and Bomami Jones show, and they were talking about all the fights that he got into during the league. You he was about that action. He was about that action. Maybe he socked Jeff Hornacek? I do. In front I of do. his kids, too. <laughs> <laughs> he literally punched him in the jaw. Like it was like a jaw punch. Like, I think the NBA. I think sports overall is missing that. There's, the NBA used to have goons. There used to be niggas you was legit knew that was going to fight. There was Charles Oakley, Xavier McDaniel, shit, Anthony Johnson Mason. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my Pistons, Buddha, fucking <laughs> Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn, and Vinny then, Johnson. Isaiah was throwing them both. Yeah. You remember Isaiah was fighting Rick Mahorn. He was tagging him. He looked like uh, Dr. Mac J. fighting. <laughs> Dr. J beat some niggas up in his time. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the NBA is missing that. But, I, I mean. Kareem Abdul Jabbar was scrapping. Jordan was scrapping. Bird was scrapping. The game. The, Reggie. They AAU babies. They grow up playing together. Now it's the they sp- play together all year long. They friends. That We lose that spirit of competition. Niggas focus on one sport all year long. I'm just going to play basketball. Nigga be in 10th grade, don't want to play shit else. I'm just going to play basketball from now yeah, on. Yeah, I had to play everything, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Because we, we was built differently. Fights in the NBA is looked at differently because it's a fight every week in baseball, and it's a fight every game in hockey. Damn it, every quarter. The NBA is just a different sport. It's more marketable. Your stars are on television. And Could you imagine a nigga socking the shit out of LeBron? Seen, I, I'd watch seen, that. We've seen Kobe get socked. yeah. Chris Childs yeah. pieced him up. But, I mean, like, niggas act like LeBron is untouchable. Dog, I would if, love if, to see if, a if young LeBron nigga got fire on LeBron. That would be the worst thing. for the. That would be the worst thing for me. No. What would you know what would be the worst thing for me? Because, uh, you know, I'm not, the, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. I've tried to stay objective. Here's, but if you say anything objective about him, people take it as a – and they go crazy. You got some – 
LeBron got some fans like Beyonce got some fans. Yeah, like, niggas argue love Beyonce. But if this nigga gets socked, woo, they gonna go on all. They gonna lose their fucking mind. Yeah. They gonna lose their fucking mind. But whoever fire on that nigga, if he get a clean one, what if a nigga knock LeBron out? Ooh, shit. That's the end. That's the end of the legacy. Because nobody's gonna care about nothing if, after that. Uh, rape face Russell uh, sock LeBron and knock him out. Like, I can now, see now, it. Now give me the MVP. <laughs> Le- LeBron has to kill him. <laughs> that, that's the only solution. If you get knocked out, that's that's the only solution. You got to come back and shoot the block up. You got to kill somebody. I'm willing to bet LeBron James has never gotten to a fist fight in his life. Probably never had to. Like you think about it, like you came straight out of high school, right? So all through high school and middle school, you literally were the man. You been were protected the cool, all your life. You've been the tallest person, and you've been the coolest kid because you the, the you, you play sports. Like you literally probably been the man the whole time. I wonder if you ever got into a fist fight, dog. And maybe that's why he don't got the edge that everybody got because you ain't never never I'm been punched a, in the face. And this is just assuming, but you ain't never got into a, a altercation. Never got punched in the face. Have you had to punch somebody? I just, when the last know. time you got into a fight? Me? Yeah. Uh, it's been a couple years, dog. Uh, it's been at least about five years. I fought a nigga last year at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> fought a nigga in July at the liquor store. How'd that happen? Well, how'd, that, how'd that go down? Uh, my homeboy was fighting a nigga in the liquor store, and I see my nigga scrapping in the front of the store, so I rush up to help him, and I don't see his little, his other little homie kind of rock my shit when I was walking mm. past the chips. So then we got the scrapping. <laughs> Walking past the rap snaps. <laughs> yeah. Walking past, you know, the Migos on the on on the potato chip bag. Little nigga woke me right the fuck on up. Yeah. And we got the scrapping. But I mean, I think as a, I don't know, this probably sound like ignorant and savage, but I just feel like I, you need to have one like once a year just to see if you still got it. Yeah. Because if you ain't used to getting punched in the face, like if you ain't used to confrontation, you don't know how to deal with that shit. But you should have a scrap like once a year. Just just not not no guns, not this new shit the niggas is doing where they scoop slamming you and all that. Mm. Like two grown ass men throw them hands up and y'all get to scrapping. If somebody get knocked out, I mean, you know, it's just what it is. Yeah, man. Sometimes, you know, I still know I got that killer instinct. It don't leave. But you gotta get punched in the face just to really like you gotta reactivate it. Uh, I it it not, hit the snooze button. I try not to get punched. In hey, man, we having a party next week. That's the perfect time to start a fight. No. We're going <laughs> <laughs> to be fighting in Rosie O'Grady's next Saturday. No. Come on are, out. No, we are not Bring your fighting. brass knuckles and baseball bats. We got guns. We're going to get it in. Nigga, this is the worst <laughs> possible promo that you could ever say for it. No, we are not doing that. Uh, okay, so la- ladies, it's going to be a nice event. Mm-hmm. My 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 birthday party slash live podcast. Um, Rosie O'Grady's at nine o'clock. Um, I know y'all not going to show up at nine o'clock, dog. No, nah. but we're gonna try at nine o'clock. <laughs> we're not even gonna be there. I'm not even gonna be there at nine o'clock. I'm just gonna tell you that right I now. I need you to be there actually earlier than nine o'clock. Oh man, you you're asking a lot of our friendship. Yeah, I need you to be there because we got you know how we set up some shit. You know what I'm saying? Test, make sure that the mics and make sure all this is good. So when do I get to drink and have after a good we get time? everything set up? We got all night. You know what I'm saying? Please buy me shots, and I want to mix light and dark because I plan on talking wild than a motherfucker come next Saturday. Yeah, I do really hope everybody come out and have a good time. Uh, you gonna be in Ferndale? There won't be any fights or guns <laughs> at all. Maybe a fight in the parking lot. Um, Boss your lights up. All right, man. That was a long intro, man. Okay. Uh, how was your week, man? Week was cool. Hey, uh, my oldest son turned 14 today. I saw the pictures, man. Yeah, man. Real shit, touching. Shit like touched my heart. I mean, 
Yeah, that's all I can say. My oldest. Can I share a story time with Dame about being a father? Story time with Dame. It's it's gonna be real brief. So, shout out to my oldest boy because I know you listen to the podcast. Look, man, ain't no shame in my shit. I love you to death. Watching you grow up has been the best shit that's ever happened in my life. Because literally having him saved my life. But on some other shit. So when I had my son. He was born April 7th, 03. Okay. The day that I had him, it was a Monday. I watched Carmelo and them win the fucking NCAA tournament. Okay. Uh, and shout out to Thick Thigh Eastside Shy because that is the only championship Melo will ever win in his bum-ass career. And she's hmm. a huge Melo fan. That nigga's just a fucking disappointment that plays no defense. I mean, let's let's just speak the truth. Uh, so I had my son. You know, my ex-wife was in labor like 14 hours. Jesus. So, I mean, I, it was just a lot of me sitting around and not doing shit, just kind of walking around the fucking hospital, you know, reading magazines, you getting something like to eat. machine yeah. and shit. Yeah, while she, you know, in pain and shit, because I guess she's about to produce a person. You're supposed to be out there holding her hand. Not for 14 let, hours. Letting her bite your fingers and shit. Not for 14 hours. Like, that shit look good on TV, but that's not how a birth really happens. So, anyway, 14 hours worth of labor I have. Eight pound, nine ounce, beautiful baby boy. And I never held a child. Like, until I had my son, I ain't never held no child. Ain't never changed no diaper, not none of that shit. I saw my other, shout out to my homeboy Rick, who dropped his baby in the oh. hospital the day that he had it. <laughs> Holy shit. Did they <laughs> so, take him? No, hey, man, he was sitting there, like, holding the baby like a football. His mama told him, like, you better stop fucking around with that baby before you drop him. This nigga, being a new father... How old is the baby now? Oh, man. Lil' Rick, like, 19 now. Is he slow? Oh, no, no. He's straight. He's straight. Shout out to Lil' Rick, man. That could (laughs) have been bad for you, Lil' Rick. But my homeboy was holding him. He got the wiggling, and this nigga dropped him on the floor in the hospital. Man, I am definitely afraid of doing that. Okay. You shouldn't, like, it's damn near impossible for you to drop your child. I wouldn't say damn near impossible as as we're talking about somebody who got dropped. (laughs) It's damn near impossible. I've never dropped one of my kids. Knock on wood, but it's still time. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm in a hospital with my son, and I'm and like my ex wife is out of it because I guess after 14 hours I'm of sure. labor, she need a nap. Mm-hmm. So while she napping, but it's just blunt. yeah. While she napping, it's just me and the boy. So I'm changing his onesie and shit. You know, trying to keep them clean. The nurse come in and check on me, and she see I got like a little pile of onesies. You know, they come in every couple hours. She was like, "Wow, why is he going through these so fast?" You know, she and then she kind of look at him and look at me holding him. She's like, "Does he have on a diaper?" I'm like, "Nah, he ain't got on no diaper. It's a fucking onesie." I figured it was all like, you know, <laughs> this, this one piece. <laughs> you know, these bitches disposable, all inclusive and shit. Hey man, we got so many of them at the baby shower. I figured like you throw that shit on, yeah. he piss and pee in it, yeah. and you you it's like a cloth diaper. It's a, a body suit, a, a diaper oh, body suit. Now you clearly you know I don't have any children. Yeah, but I know that that's not the case. Hey man. Charge it to the game. Hey, man. It is what first time father, man. It's yeah. A, it's a blessing, man. I made a lot of mistakes. Man, let me tell you something because I know my son listens. If your mother had any idea about some of the places that I used to take you when you was in a car seat, <laughs> I'd have had you everywhere in Detroit in the back of my seat. I mean, in the back of my truck. And if your mother had any idea, she would probably kill me today. You probably was in a music video. Don't even know it. Uh, probably, he was in a, hey man, a legendary hip hop music video. Don't know it. We would be in a barbershop. We'd be in the spot. We would be getting shit to eat. Shit, man. I wasn't married at the time. So, you know, make hey. a couple visits with my baby. Hey. 
But uh, son gave you some enthusiasm or some assist. Oh, he's so cute. Hey man, and now I'm throwing him the assist because now he had 14. Yeah. This was ninth grade, right? He'd be in ninth grade in the fall. Hey, at ninth grade, uh, I forgot what rapper said it. I get pussy with my father's features. I bless you. Seventy. I, I bless six you. One way a buck seventy. That just, was nature from uh. Hey man, just, TV. just don't make me a grandfather before like 60. I mean. 60? Yeah, man. Give me a couple more years to live my life. Now you 35, B. Okay. I mean, 25 years ain't asking for, for much more, is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see 50. Nigga let like, me see 50. He likes skin. He don't have a kid before 25. Hey, man. <laughs> keep it, keep it strapped saying. up. Keep it strapped up. Let me tell you something, son. Friends of the court. It's real. Ask your mama. Enemy. She get that check. Every, she get that money on that card every fucking month. Friends of the court should be called enemy of the state. Uh, it's my enemy, but uh, happy now, birthday lo- to yeah, you, man. I love you, love my, love my kids. So That's we had good. we had a wild ass week. Uh, uh, I had a pretty good week though, man. This has really been a, a good week for me. Uh, I've been reading a, a book that put me in the right spirits. I had a, a bunch of great conversations with you some book friends club, and nigga? family. Uh, I read, you know what I'm saying. Okay, I mean, motherfucker, don't look at me like I don't. I, I'm saying, you know, I read also. <laughs> I felt, I felt, I felt. I, felt I asked like, what you was a book club, and then you gonna hit me with I read, like motherfucker, uh, I, I read too. All right, well, you know, and I had, a, I met one of my mentors this week, and you know, we chopped it up, and I just been in a really good space, and my energy been in a good space. So in return, the universe has been uh, responding. Um, with that same type of energy, so I'm just keeping it forward, man. I don't, I don't, I did not have a bad weekend. I had a really good week this week. That's good. We didn't do our 35 acts of kindness. Uh, I've been doing to, them. Um, okay, so I just speak for myself. I haven't been acting kindly up to your birthday, but I may be kind on your birthday and buy like some drinks for somebody. Okay, that that might be my blessing. The random act of kindness, the 35 random act of ki- random acts of kindness. Uh, I've been doing little stuff and. Uh, I paid for uh, two people car washes this week. I uh, went to the car wash. I'm like, here, uh, I didn't take care of the tip. I'm like, look, <laughs> I gave it this $9.99 <laughs> car wash. And uh, technically, I gave him 20 and said, look. What the this- fuck you go get your car wash with $10? Uh, Jax. Oh, that's you know some fancy shit. Hey, man, the shit got to be clean, dog. Hey, you man, point me to the $3 wash. But I'm trying to. I don't need forward. the wheels. I'm trying to do a random act of kindness. Whoever was coming behind me, they was probably going to get the $3 boy. I said, here, take this. Here go 20 10 and 10 for the next two cars. So shout out to them, whoever they were. Um, hope y'all enjoyed that. It's very kind of you. Uh, uh, leave it, you know, I go to the gym every morning, go to LA Fitness, whatever, and I sit there. Uh, Club LA Fitness in Southfield? Uh, LA Fitness in Southfield in the morning time is a pretty good place, man. I sit there with all the OGs. Like I'm literally sat there kicking it with the with an 84 year old Russian and a 70 year old Chinese man sitting there soaking up game for them. They was really talking a bunch of stuff. Uh, and all the older black men being there early in the morning. I get in there early, do my workout, hit the sauna, um, and then as the later the day comes, the the the, the younger that's the when the hoes gets. come through. Yeah. Um, but uh, just being going out my way to be polite, being nice, uh, holding the door open for a bunch of people coming in, coming out. Just little stuff that I can do. Um, that it may seem very insignificant, but you really never. You know are how a decent big. individual, my nigga. I I try to be, man. I try to be. Oh, uh, before we get into shit too too much further, shout out to our homeboy Fred and Die Rich Gang because now we got a new a new home in the interim for us to uh, yeah. kind of record at till we get get our own spot. Cracking. Absolutely. So we uh, shout out to the YouTube people watching on YouTube as you can see uh, the Die Rich. Born Poor, Die Rich, the American Dream logo in the back. And um, 
Shout out to Fred, man. You know, this is a nice little studio that we in here. And we're in the process of getting our own. Start yeah. our own network. I know a lot of people done reached out to me about No, starting. no, no. We, we got to keep it. It's it's not time yet. All right. Soon come, though. Soon come. And let me just tell you something. You can either get down now or we can put you down later. Uh, you know, I do a more humble approach. Be humble. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we'll talk about all oh, that's news to come. But let's get to this stuff. What's going on this week, dog? Uh, 45 bomb in Syria after they unleashed the chemical attacks without congressional approval. So let's let's let's. Uh, this is a. So this is kind of complicated thing. It seems very it, it seems very straightforward, but it is kind of complicated. So did you see the pictures and everything about the? Yeah, the I saw the pictures and the video. That shit looked morbid. Uh, people were fucked up because of a chemical bomb. Had them shaking in the streets and shit like just Man, looking looking imagine. like zombies. It, yeah. it looked like some shit out The Walking Dead. Yeah, I read an article about a, a gentleman who who lost it. He lost twenty five members of his family. Like, Fuck, that's that's a, that's generations gone. He he said he literally lost his entire family, like twenty five people from your family. I don't even. Gone. I can't even think if I got twenty five family members. Shit, that close by. I'm man, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So how how the media had p- reported it was that Trump forty five had changed his stance after he saw the pictures and stuff that what happened, and then after that we shoot off. 50 Tomahawk missiles. Uh, 50. 50 Tomahawk missiles. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, I was like, man, it's twofold. So, one, I don't need an emotional president like that. Because they, they try to try to paint Hillary in a certain way, being, you know, saying women, quote unquote, women are emotional. I don't need you to change your political stance because you've seen some fucked up pictures. Okay. Because that's fair enough. Because you 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 the president, you're yeah. supposed to act with some level of diplomacy. And we've been we've been bombing Syria since 2014, like in real life. You yeah. know what I mean, this ain't the first time we didn't drop a bunch of. We've been doing that shit since 2014. But I don't want you to see some pictures of some real messed up stuff and be like, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna take the entire country into war because I'm feeling emotional. I thought for shit. sure we'd be at war by by this morning. Uh, I guess Russia has decided to step in. And there are ships headed towards the the tankers that bomb Syria. Yeah, man. So we might be at the war by tomorrow morning, though. So it's been good knowing you. Initially, I was like, it's just interesting to me that when we did this whole Muslim ban, everything like that, when he went through this, you shut the borders because of Syrian refugees, and now you trying to take up for people because. Of what they're going through, that's what they were trying to run away from. Yeah, and, and you we just made it more down. difficult for them to to get away from the bullshit. Yeah, that's why the Brexit happened when the UK broke up because they didn't want Syrian refugees to come through. And while you inside the European Union, they have a a, a pact saying, while you inside the European Union, you can travel freely through all these different countries right. and different spots. They don't want. It was it really was some racist shit. I don't want these people over here, so I'm going to take myself out of the European Union so I don't got to follow your rules hey. and I can shut y'all people out. Like, that's really what that shit was about. It ain't really got nothing to do with all the other stuff. Nah, in some, some way, somehow, it's got something to do with drug. Excuse me, with, with, with oil. I mean, it's got... Oil and money. That's what, that's what runs the world, man. 
you know what they say on the on the dollar bill is in God we trust, but what they don't tell you is that that GOD is gold, oil, and drugs, and that's really what's been moving the the, the country and the world since the beginning of time: gold, oil, drugs. That's the God that's on the dollar. Stay woke. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm not I'm still asleep, so I, I'm I'm not up on that shit. Uh, I just hope we're not at war. I'm tired of 45, man. He ain't even been in this bitch. A hundred days yet, and shit already wild. Now, one of my homies did uh, say this is really what happened. Uh, he said, That's a, the, "That looks like a, a lot of reading you' about to do." Now I'm gonna break it down for okay. It real. Paraphrase it. Yeah. So essentially, um, U.S. bombed Syria because they made an agreement with Obama that they was gonna get rid of some chemical weapons or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And Essentially, they didn't, and they used them. So we bombing them, so they don't use them chemical weapons on us. It ain't really got nothing to do with the fact that they, we feel sorry for the Syrians or anything of that nature. It's that we had an agreement that y'all was gonna get rid of these weapons, and now that you still got these weapons, we want to bring some action to you because we think you're gonna lose some shits on us. Russia was telling the USA to step to stay out of this because we in collusion or some shit, and apparently. Donald Trump didn't go with his homeboys in Russia. So we see how that plays out. Not well. Not well. This shit's not going to end up good. Uh, that's just my prediction. I don't. It's not going to end up good. So fuck it. But it's been cool knowing you and doing the podcast just in case this shit kind of kind of blow up tomorrow. I mean, I don't, I don't run off that fear shit like that. So I'm not worried. But I'm not you, fearful. I'm just saying. I mean, but it's a war going on outside. Literally. Man, niggas been thinking the end of the world going to be here since the beginning. Of I'm the world. not saying it's going to be the. I've been seeing, I've been seeing, I've been seeing posts and tweets about this. But think about this though. Like how? Because we can't really fathom this. What if another country didn't like how um, black people in America was are treated, and they sent some bombs over here because they ain't like our policies? Because that's literally what we do. Like we don't like how y'all doing that shit in y'all country. Yeah, we take we, these bombs. We govern everybody else's business along with our own. Uh, like when the, when the other countries gonna speak up for black people in America? It's not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, and then that country would have to be like huge. Like who the fuck is gonna do it? The continent of Africa? I mean, it, it would have to be a huge country because America is allegedly still the strongest country in the land. Uh, but I don't see nobody stepping up for us. I think because of the decisions that Forty Five makes, it just fuels the hate worldwide for the country as a whole. Uh, on some nigga shit, because uh, this is about to be some nigga shit. I'm watching Scandal last night. I don't watch Scandal. Uh, Scandal, it be it's lit. Uh, so I'm watching. That's uh, what I hear. I I can't uh, get into it. I'm watching Scandal, right? And then they stop it, and Donald Trump comes on TV and shit. Like it's towards the end of that. It's getting good, and then it's the breaking news. I'm like, oh shit. And they talking about the 50 missiles and everything. I'm like, all right, man, this shit kind of serious, though. All right, boom. I wasn't as mad. Bet. Uh, then Donald Trump gets on there looking real sad and melancholy. I'm like, dog, you supposed to be like at the times of, of this. He's supposed to show strength. Yeah, you on there, you look sad. You Put look, your poker face on. You look sad, you look tired. Like, you look like he didn't want to be there. But whatever. So that goes off. Scandal comes back on. Boom. Now, it's at the end of the scandal. It's like 959. The shit go off at 10, 10 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So right where somebody like in a hospital bed and we about to figure out if they about to open their eyes up or not, breaking news. I'm like, hold the fuck up. I know they shoot the missiles off. Don't end the, like, dog, the very last second, 
you cut this shit off. Luckily, shout out to ABC. They actually came back and extended the shit and played the whole episode. I was, so niggas didn't get played. I was losing. Like, because if you look at your timeline yesterday for like a good five minutes, it was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't really, I don't watch Scandal. So when I see it come up on my timeline, I just keep it scrolling because I literally give not no fuck about Olivia Pope. Yeah, I do want this to be the last season because she irritates me. But I do want this to be last. I still watch it, though. It's a good show. Okay. All right, man. I may have to catch up on it one of these days. We uh, move into some less serious information. Okay. What you got up next? All right, man. It's a video that that that, that kind of went viral this week. <laughs> uh, it's two videos that went viral, and they kind they similar connected. And we want to talk about a man's role. You know, Go what ahead. is Go a ahead. man's role? And are men actually working in the confines of their roles right now? Uh, nah, it's a lot of bitch made niggas. It's out been here. some. It's been some some it's role like- reversals this week. It's, it's been a lot of role like the role reversal is just running rampant anyway because like niggas really I'm not gonna say it's some real stand up men out here but a lot of y'all niggas got your skirts up and you take a lot of bitch made approaches to shit like let's just call it what it is so let's talk about this first one so there's a video of a young man who drops down to one knee to try to propose to a young lady while they standing at Fridays because she's clearly she's a greeter at Fridays she might be a server She's a, she the they, they might have just called her up to the front. No, she the one that come and open the door for you when you walk up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. Taxing job. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then he on one knee and she looking and shit. And he kind of like pausing a little bit. And he keep looking to the side. And then another guy walks up. And then they look up at each other. And, they, and he stands up. And he's like, you got two good men here. You got two good men here. And so apparently... The men found out they were being cheated on by this young lady. So they decided to get together and show her or like confront her. Conf- like what, what? What? what is this shit? It's like an episode of cheaters. Number one, it's a good thing that the vagina stretches right, snaps right on back because she's definitely getting that thing stretched out by both the niggas. Uh, number two, y'all some hoes for that shit. Like if you catch your girl cheating or. Yeah, if you catch your lady cheating, like, there are definitely ways to handle it. Showing up at her job for a fake proposal and then calling the other the other nigga like, up there ain't the, ain't the way to handle They was we live in an Instagram, we live in a social media like, Instagram, so how you like, Twitter age. Hey fam, I think I know. I think I know how we're gonna ha- tackle this. You propose to her, and I'm gonna show up. First like, of all, if this nigga calls me up, this is gonna be a real short conversation. And, and, and you're going to do more talking to the dial tone than you're going to do that's, talking, that's talking the, to me. That's what the females do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you out. I'm coming to you as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm coming to you as a man. I'm talking about that man. whole setup. I'm about to I'm about to catch you up. Uh, all right, I'm going to show up somewhere, and then I'm going to walk in and see what he's going to say. She was like, y'all can't come to my job like that. I'm like, no, what the heck, dog? Listen, bitch, you work at Fridays. We, <laughs> right? we both can't hey, come look, to your she job said, like you can't that. come to my job like that. And then she walked over to the door and opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> and let him out. Uh, how about you seat me at the bar because, and do your damn job? Yes, I can come up to Fridays. But no, nah, niggas shouldn't be bringing that whack-ass energy. You can't be acting like a bitch when you're supposed to stand up and be a man. Now, if you don't want to be with the bitch, that's one thing. Just man the fuck up in the relationship and keep it pushing. Because I promise you. 
I promise you, there's a surplus of pussy walking around outside. So I I don't understand this shit. So I'm gonna put this up on the screen so so y'all can see this on the uh, on the YouTube folks. So it was another thing that came across. Uh, somebody screenshotted some DMs that they received. A man received a DM for another man, and a gentleman said, "You can have her, bro." And so the guy he responded back with a question mark, like, "Who are you talking about?" He says, "Deja." He said, "Who?" Never mind. And then the nigga said, "Is she on Instagram?" <laughs> like, I don't even know the bitch that you're talking about. But as a man, why would you contact a stranger and say you can have her, bro? First off, don't bro me unless you know me. Yeah, <laughs> and we not bros. Like, what's going on, dog? What's wrong? This is not. I've never, I've never gotten a DM from another man. I, don't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even open that shit up unless, like, unless I thought it was like about some money of Combat Jack. DM us, you know. Nori hit he us act, up. Actually, Combat Jack did reply to. I, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. So, so, I mean, I hope he's listening. Shout out uh, to the Combat. You know, if somebody that's gonna put some dollars in my pocket DM me, that's that's a, a man, and I'm talking about legal dollars because I don't even want to hear no bullshit <laughs> from, from motherfuckers. That <laughs> well, wait a minute, Dad. You want a man to hit you in your DM <laughs> to put some dollars in your pocket? Yeah, yeah. Dad, don't fuck around. <laughs> let me let me just uh, let me let you learn something real quick. Uh, I don't fuck around. So I'm just saying, if another man, so 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 let's just paint the picture. Another man DMs you about your lady. First off, <laughs> that's a bad idea. That's just, <laughs> that's just a bad idea, dog. Uh, I can't. I, it's saying like, like you can have her or DM me about somebody that they think I'm messing with. I'm coming to you as a man, letting you know that I've been fucking around with Erica too. Uh, I just thought, my like, damn, do I know Eric? Like, yeah, that's, I just tried to, I tried to steer away from a name that I felt that we both knew. Yeah, uh, shit, I don't. Uh, I'm not about to have a conversation with this person. No. Um, am I talking? I'm not having a conversation with you. I, if I open the DM, you'll see it. It says "seen," and that's all the conversation we have. I'm not about to have a conversation with a third party about anything. And I mean, I would, I would like, hey, uh. Ooh, this was somebody sent me. Was uh, I don't. I'm not even coming at my lady like that because a few things can't nobody tell me shit about my chick. You know what I'm saying? Like just, <laughs> just no, nah, no, nah, you can't, you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I'm because people are telling you. Not gonna you, mention it at all. Oh no, we are gonna talk about it. Okay. But, it's not, but I'm not gonna be like, hey, you know, you I got it. Like yeah, I do. You ain't about to be like, like, like Duchess with Caesar, like. Duchess is one of the wackest bitches on television. Yeah. Like but she's like, not cold. Believe this motherfucker over me? No, like, we, no, we're not gonna have that type of conversation. But but I'm not gonna deal with a bitch like Duchess neither. Like she she not built she not built for the boss. That's she, she, like, she like she smoked black and miles. She she does smoke black and miles. She probably smokes Reggie's too. Mm. Just kind of taking a look at her. But no, nah, I'm not gonna like that motherfucker is not gonna be able to tell me shit about my lady now. Me and her, we're gonna have a conversation about it, but it's not gonna be like, so some nigga DM me. I'm you know, I'm gonna confront her straight up. Like, look, I got some information that came across me and I just wanna talk to you about it. And you can see how a motherfucker's gonna react. Now if you laying like we we'll be would, laying in bed. If I'm laying on and I'm laying on her and I, and I and I wanna ask her about something, if you feel that heart beating fast, 
you know, you see a change in her disposition, you already know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And really, if you in tune with your girl, you or if you in tune with your partner, you know what the fuck is going like, on. Like, you know when something's off. Yeah. Like, off rip. Like, you don't need no proof. You know when something's off. You know when they lying. You don't need, I don't need no proof or no shit like that. She come, she come home usually every day at 6.30. Be... Now she come home at 8.30, 9 o'clock. She ain't never went to the gym. Now the bitch at Planet Fitness every other day. Like New perfume and shit. Yeah, you know like, you, you just got... Hair you, done, nails done all the time. You just got to be in tune with your partner if, if shit change up that drastically you should know and if you don't know then you a fucking fool and oblivious and probably getting cheated on but all the this, fucking time i'm more upset because i'm not i don't know if i ever been cheated on or not it's probably happened i'm i'm like I, I i i'm pretty sure it's happened before but you know what i'm saying as a man uh you don't never want to admit that shit right a lot of motherfuckers don't uh, admit this shit uh when you when you got the gut feeling regardless of that I would be more upset where I don't like the fact that motherfuckers is comfortable enough with you or the way that you're moving that they think that I would even believe this shit. Like something must, something is off with your energy where a motherfucker can think that they can DM me some shit like this and this is some shit that I would believe. Like why are you putting that energy off? Because she paint, she painting a picture like you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like or you out there like you giving off the impression that you can be approached and fuck with on the side. Like that energy is off. I'd be more upset with that and, like, we'll have a conversation around that versus, oh, you did this, you did that, because you never approve that shit. Like, and, and it's on my, and I put it like, it's on your girl to keep the bullshit at bay. Yeah. Like, for real, niggas is going to try and talk to your girl every single fucking day. Yeah. Anytime she leave the house, whether she looking amazing or whether she got that nasty ass bottom on her head and for a fucking sure. t-shirt, niggas is going to try and holler. It's up to her to be like, look, I got something going on. I'm good and keep that shit pushing. If your girl entertaining the bullshit, that's where the problem starts. Why would a fucking man, why would you do that, dog? You are not operating they, inside of your role. They, they not being men. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just said it. Like, social media... All of this shit has made niggas feminine. You know what I'm saying? There was a point in time where where, where shit like that, like this wasn't even a conversation to have. Like a nigga DMing you. Like a motherfucker would come see you, you know, if some shit was a problem. Don't don't never DM me. I'm easy to find out in these streets. Right, come right. Just come see me. I hang out in the same spots for the most part. I be geo I geo I geo tag the location. Hey, I be <laughs> I be at chops. I be at the barber shop. I be at starters. Like I'm not, you know, I'm a creature of habit, so I'm, uh, it's not really hard to find me. I'm off of PA. If you go to either one of the liquor stores and mention my name, it'll get back to me sooner or later, and we'll meet, we'll meet up and we'll have a discussion. Yeah, I don't. You probably won't like the the end results, but we'll talk. I don't want nobody to meet up with me, dog. Leave me alone. Please, for, for your I like confrontation. Life. Leave me alone. I like confrontation. Um, I'm waiting to have my my fight of 2017. Nah, man, I want to. I want a stress free life, man. Leave that drama alone. You know what I'm saying? I did. I, I released my. I released my energy, my anger, and energy into uh into the gun range today. You hey, know man, my my Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat name says it all. Dame gone wild. Test that shit if you want to. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of people, so. There were some men definitely not operating inside of their role. Okay. And this next example that we're going to talk about, a man, a real man, I don't want to give him a real man. Tag. No, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah that's that's not where we're going with that. A person uh, saw another man not operating in his role, and he decided to get involved. I put this video up on uh, the Shop Talk uh, page on Instagram. He needed a little us. bit of assistance. And that's uh, a video... 
surface of some people on the train. There was an altercation. And there was a young lady, and I use that word. Hey, man, let's call it what it is. It was an out-of-control bitch. It was an out-of-control woman. And uh, she had a, she was a very nice-sized person. And, um, she was she was plus size, my nigga. Like let's let's not tap dance around shit. Like she is a big she is a big fat buffalo ass bitch. And uh, she a was rhinoceros very, of a woman. She was very very aggressive with a man who looked like he just got off work because he had his this, this like his his state his city attire on like he was working construction like he like he just got off work had the Tims and the jeans on. He had like, enough of the bullshit for the day. And she was in his face yelling, calling him all kind of bitches and shit all up in his face or whatever and her boyfriend who was... Hold on, and she stopped the train because she was just standing standing in the doorway yelling for the police and all that And like shit. he jumped up like you can tell he wanted to like put his hands on her you know what I'm saying? But she was there with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend was much smaller than she is, <laughs> and she he just kept saying, "Oh man, calm down, calm down." No, no, it's not worth it. It's like <laughs> the Kevin Hart voice, but uh, he really wasn't taking control of the situation. And this is the situation that you end up when you out with your lady. You're you're supposed to protect her. However, you're supposed to protect her from herself and protect yourself from her because she's gonna get you into some shit that you shouldn't be into. Yeah, calm her down. You're not about to have her yelling at another man. But now it went further because she's spitting this man's face. Now, at that particular point, uh, at what point is it? Is it ever okay? Listen, we're not so going Is there. it ever okay to spit in somebody's face? Is no, that what no, you're no, going? No, it's never oh. okay to spit. A woman spits in a man's face. What should the man do at that point? He should beat her like a fucking runaway slave. That's what he should do. I said it before on the podcast. I'm from a small tribe in Africa where beating our women is an act of God and it would have been time for praise and worship. I would have beat the love of Jesus out of that bitch and I hope people recorded it. I've said on this podcast many a times before I have absolutely no issues with hitting a woman. Now, not that I am a woman beater, no, but babe. if you if you come to me with a certain level of confrontation, I want just I want to have a fair exchange of energy. So if you spit on me, expect me to blow your shit out. I do not condone the spitting at all. Uh, but I do love women, and we need to protect them. I, but I do. This gentleman, I am protecting her from herself. This gentleman had uh, a different goal in mind. He did not put her hand, his hands on her. He beat the shit out of her boyfriend instead. He took all the anger out on her boyfriend and beat the dog shit out of him. Uh, to the like, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. And then you got to step back. So I asked, like, who was right? Who was wrong? What would you do? Uh, I think he handled it in a very professional manner. I mean, if you're not gonna beat her up, I mean, you got to do the next best thing. And you let your bitch put you in that conf- put you in that type of situation. Then I mean, some somebody's got to get their ass beat. So Ain't yeah. nobody leaving here unscathed. Somebody's gonna take an ass whooping. So we had some comments on the uh, on the page. Like one of them said he was absolutely right because that dude should have gotten in control of his woman before it went too far. You know when your woman is that type of trifling <laughs> to spit in somebody's face. If you can't control that, you deserve an ass whooping. And true indeed, I, I believe that. Um, also, I don't think another human is responsible for another human's actions, male or not. She jumped crazy and she should have got knocked out. That's what somebody said. I can agree with that too. Um, I, first of all, I have no problems with what happened. And then that, w- one more comment. Uh, shout out to Devon. Uh, he said, "Homeboy D. Will." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the manly thing to do. I can respect it. 
Because you're in a situation like this aggression. I'm getting this aggression off. Yeah. And it's either going to be against this young lady and it's going to be a viral video. Or I'm getting a, this man because, A, you should have controlled this shit. And I don't want to hit her and I want to hit you because you're a man. You should be able to defend yourself. I mean, she was big enough to take that ass whooping, though. True that. She, she was a heavyweight. She's big enough to take the man's. But I have no problem with how the shit ended. You know, if, it's like you you ever seen like a pit bull dragging somebody yeah. down the street? That's basically what she was. And he was the nigga getting dragged. If you can't control that dog, keep her in a motherfucking house. Now our, our homeboy Muddy sent in a voice note. Shout out, uh, to, our, shout out to our nigga Muddy. I'm going to play this voice note, man, and uh, see his, his thoughts on the situation. Crazy, probably. Yeah, I think that he was right for whooping my man's ass. Man should have checked his girl, but then at the same time, she was like three times his size, so she might have whooped his ass. So either way, he was gonna lose. So he really lost twice because he got his ass beat. Plus, he still got to go home with that bitch. Yeah, and she probably gonna beat his ass again. Like she, she looked. He was not physically able to fight him or her. That's probably why he couldn't calm her down. Yeah, just stay in he the was house. Emasculated. Yeah. He was definitely not operating inside of his role as a man. Nah, nah. Better luck next time, homie. Or well, now what you got to do is break up with her. Absolutely. You <laughs> got my ass with her. <laughs> you you got to break up with her. Yeah, you, you're not a, you single now. After my man got up from whooping your ass, you just became single. So now it's time to you know, retreat, change your whole look up because you can't go out in these streets for a minute. Hell no, man. That shit is embarrassing, dog. You you ever had to get into a fight because of somebody that you were with? Uh, Yes. Uh, 95% of my fights. Uh, oh, oh, let me say this. Because of a woman you were with. Oh, no. Okay. Good for you. I got into a fight with this woman I was dating. We went to the movie. Wait a minute. You got in a fight with the woman you was dating? We scrapped together. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> we were out together. So we was out at the movies, and I had a watch. I had this G-Shock on, and that bitch went off. My man, decide, there's like a couple sitting behind us. He decides to lean over and say, hey, don't <laughs> let that watch go off again. <laughs> I turned around like, nigga, who the fuck are you talking to? And he, And she turned around, too. And she was like, and she better not say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she a rider, though. Yeah, like, she was. She was. Ride or die right there. So I jumped up. I said, you know, what would you like to do about my watch going off now? No, we don't got no conversation. Oh, we started scrapping in the theater. And her girl and his girlfriend tried to jump in. And my date politely handled her ass. Let me drag so, your ass the fuck up. We were here. in Sterling Heights and beat the fuck out these niggas. That's what's up. Great date. We ended up dating for like. A long ass time after that, I can, but I can dig it. but I can there was a pattern because we got into a lot more confrontations with people because of her. I'm about to say who was who was the one that was influencing the other? Uh, it was probably pretty equal. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like if we weren't scared or didn't back down from shit, but like we would be out of like Walmart, she would get into it with a motherfucker, and we be scrapping in Walmart parking lot. Like we probably got into like four fights. So Four or five is, fights in like the course of six months. This is my my strategy is like I'm gonna I'm going to avoid the confrontation at all costs. However, once it start, we in this like I'm. <laughs> I I'm I was, gonna avoid. I'm gonna get. I'm hey, listen. I'm gonna do everything I do. I need to avoid this confrontation, and then once I cannot avoid it any longer, 
I don't believe in avoiding confrontation. I remember one of the first things I remember my father ever telling to me as a young man is don't take no shit off of nobody. And that shit stayed embedded in. Well, I'm not looking for the problem. In my mind, that became like, okay, then anytime somebody says some shit to me that I don't like, it's time to fight. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that's not what that means. Man. Shout out to my old dude Ray Cash for raising me like a savage. But What's I the felt rapper name Ray Cash. Yeah, Your yeah. Daddy but, a rapper? No, nah, I just call him. I just call him that. Uh-oh. You know. Ray Cash was out here for a minute. He though. was. He was. He had. He had, had a hit dope album. Though. He did. That album was. I don't know why he ain't pop, but that album was dope. Feature crap. Anyway, it was just bad timing for yeah. him. But shout out to my old dude because. And my dad, like my dad at 63 still pops off. I bet. I mean, like not just a little bit, like my old dude go from zero to a thousand. Yeah, mine do. And I want him to stop because y'all niggas old and y'all can't handle these young boys. And these young, these young boys don't got no respect for no old folks. No, my, but That's one, why I'm happy my father, my parents moved out the hood. They moved off the, off the block because... With the young motherfuckers out there, when you when you doing some disrespectful shit on the lawn, you're gonna go out there and trying to say some shit and somebody gonna knock your ass out or shoot you. Yeah, my old dude still stay in the city, but he was the f- like when CPLs became like the, he yeah. was the first nigga I knew that yeah, had a CPL. My dad got one, but like then that's even worse. You know what I'm saying? Cause now you didn't like these 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 kids ain't the same, Dad. Like they not like <laughs> they not the same. They they wild, they reckless. So yeah. I'm glad they moved out. Hey man, shout out to my old dude. I love him to death, but he is like wild to the motherfucker. And I mean, the shit has—I don't say wild, but like he definitely didn't take no shit, and it's sprinkled down onto me. And now I see it in my sons. Like my oldest child ain't really confrontational, but my baby boy—he bought that action. Man, you ever seen your dad uh, get into some the shit, and he and you didn't—he didn't know that you was watching? Uh, nah, it, it was never like if anything ever popped off and we was around like I almost it was it. lights camera action. I almost shared a story, but I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm not gonna just put just dad. put it out there. Just no, put it out I there. Can't. I got family. Sh- no. Shout out to the Elder Johnson, <laughs> the landlord my, of the whooping house. I'll put like this, uh, my dad don't take no shit. And, your dad, and, your dad took you to a place where they beat children <laughs> for a living. The whooping house, one of the best stories no ever. And I, all I all I can say is this. My room used to be in the back of the house, and one night, somebody decided to run through our backyard and, like, hop a fence and, like, run through our backyard, and I was peeping out the window as my daddy went to go address the situation and shit in his robe uh, with something behind his back, and I heard the whole conversation, and there was no crowd out. I'm thinking, like... I ain't never seen this side of my pop before. Of course, you whoop our ass, but like yeah. it's different. Like you, you talking to a grown man <laughs> to out a there. stranger. <laughs> yeah, you talking to a stranger, a grown man in the middle of the night, and uh, I was like, shit. Like all the shit he be talking, he he really backing this <laughs> shit up. Oh shit! So shout out to my pops, man. That's, That's what's up. Because the story got wild, but we just leave it at that. Did your pops kill him? Uh, no. Oh. I mean, then it didn't get too wild. I was hoping that was going to be the end of the story. But y'all, y'all got a body in the backyard somewhere off of Jay, Joy Road because your pops wasn't playing that man, shit. Man, anyway, it's a lot of shit buried in that backyard, though. Uh, hey, man, that could be a whole nother episode definitely. in itself. I had the whole fucking uh, episode of my pops. Uh, so, listen, what else? That Father's Day. We can, I can, we can share some wild shit. You know what? We should do a father. When is Father's Day? June something? It don't, uh, we started around Father's Day, I guess, didn't we? A little bit after. Yeah. But we can do a wild we'll do a Father's, Father's Day. Day. We'll do a Father's Day episode, and we'll have, you know what? Father's Day episode, I'll bring in some 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 great black fathers. Oh, I thought you was going to bring in your, your old man. 
no, no, no. Yeah, because I was thinking about that shit too. Like, nah, you I ain't bringing my dad in. No, what if we broke our fathers in here? Nah, no, nah, no, thank you. Man, my dad's so crazy. My dad think he's so funny too. Yeah, and my and I guess he's funny to other people. He's not funny to me because. It's my dad. My my old dude is liable to pop off. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. Even, I don't even want that type of energy. Fight this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. I love him, but I love him at a distance. All right, man. So there was two uh, a couple companies this week that uh, did some mm, some controversial marketing, to say the least. Okay. Which uh, one you want to start with? Let's start. Let's start with Pepsi. Okay. Uh, and this Kylie Jenner commercial because Pepsi is completely fucking out of touch with the social climate of the world and that Pepsi is going to stop police violence. So in the video, Kylie Jenner's shooting like she's in a blonde wig doing some photo shoot and people are marching or protesting, I guess. And there are police standing in the middle of the street. She sees random black guy, a gives them dap, you know, it's all type of interracial, dumb mingling and poor marketing decisions. She walks through the front of the crowd where the police are with the Pepsi in her hand. And she hands the police officer a Pepsi who cracks it open, drinks it, looks at his colleagues. And I guess this stops whatever they're trying to protect. Bitch, that's complete bullshit. So first of all, Pepsi tastes like trash. Tastes like fucking motor oil. Uh, Secondly, if you give a police officer a Pepsi, he will probably use it to pelt your ass and still <laughs> fucking arrest you and beat the shit out of you. Uh, I just think Pepsi is completely out of touch with doing some shit like that, man. All right. I'm 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 going to take a different approach. Please, you can't say that you agree with this shit. I think niggas overanalyze this shit to fucking... De- I think niggas overanalyze this shit way too much. They bro. pulled this ad in less than 24 hours. Like, I'm because not the I'm not the only one sipping, drinking the Kool-Aid. So, a couple years ago, I don't know, one year, two years ago, almost the exact same strategy happened in real life. It was a nigga that was going through there, and he'll walk up to the police in Ferguson and all the other places, and he'll give the police officer a hug. He had a sign that said... Free hugs. Free hugs. And that shit was a big story. Like, that shit was trending. It was on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. It was a black man that went to the police. Did the exact same. Instead of me giving you a Pepsi, I gave you a hug. And it was literally the exact same shit. So somehow. Is that nigga still alive? Yeah. He might have been shot by now. But, you know, there, I mean, there was something. And that was in Ferguson, matter of fact, because it was. And I, I watched a little. Uh, I watched a couple videos on him. And because he was explaining why he was doing it, and it was some guys that was like, "Oh, you Uncle Tom, you did it, da da." And he would sit there and explaining this shit, and he would actually he wasn't even from Ferguson. He came to specifically to do that shit. My thing is this: how I want us to stop searching for shit to be offended by. Like this, you don't, you black didn't really people. Have, you didn't really have to search for that shit. You it was should right apply. In your face. You should. You should be apologizing to black people across. Like, how the fuck did this? How did this? How did black people get offended by this shit? I don't understand. And I'm the most easily offended black person. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I, did, I, did, I didn't understand this shit, dog. Hey, man, you don't have to go searching to be offended by that shit. It was right in your fucking face. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot. I'm paraphrasing if the fucking wasn't commercial. If it was Kylie Jenner or whoever the, one of these Kardashians, whoever the fuck it was, and it was just a random person. It still would have been a, 
a poorly thought out advertisement. Motherfuckers even, is searching for something to be offended by. Niggas tried to jump on French Montana this week. Did you hear that shit? Yeah, talking about the girl and her nappy ass. Yeah, right? this girl went. Well, her box braids were nappy than the This girl went at him talking about he was trash. And we were like, oh, bitch, you old ugly this, ugly blah, blah, blah. And then they was like, oh, my God. You can't call her hair nappy. You're not black. He like nigga. I am from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking Moroccan. <laughs> like I am literally was born on the continent of Africa. And then this went to like where well, your skin is lighter. Because essentially that's what you basically you yeah that's you you you, you took this man was because people yo, don't believe I'm 100 percent Zulu. Yo 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 skin too light for you to say. Like now we get into some weird shit where you literally basing this you basing his content. Off his skin color, and that's the same shit that we trying to avoid. And then you went to the film like you should never talk to a woman this way. Like, wait a minute, nigga, you roasting me, and I'm roasting back, and now I'm getting attacked by feminists saying that you should never talk to a woman this way. I'm all with the uplifting and stuff, 100. percent But like, would y'all stop looking for shit to be offended by? Like, golly, and they, we gave Pepsi a good four days of promo. Niggas ain't talk about Pepsi this much since Mike Jackson burnt up. Damn that. Like, That's in the eighties. Yeah, like God you're damn. You dating yourself, my nigga. You're dating yourself. Anybody, nigga, Mike Jack is Mike Jack. Nigga. Okay, he's fucking. It's a time machine. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just I didn't see the big thing about the like, the commercial was corny. I didn't like. It wasn't like a good commercial, but I didn't understand this media. And what's so fucked up is this shit's so insignificant in real life. Like, who the fuck care about that fucking Pepsi commercial? I don't. Nothing's gonna make me drink Pepsi. Like. Niggas just looking to be offended. One, if I know, I got several friends that work in advertising, and they this was ta- a great ad by Pepsi. No, this it, was a great fucking ad by Pepsi. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, you can have that one. I know. I got friends that work in advertising and shit like this. Should I even, be. They didn't even have to pay that. I mean, because the, the ad got pulled, and even after we pulled, nigga, that shit gave me a good four days of advertisement. Even if you didn't even look, because it was all on social media. Articles about it trending. If you just kept seeing Pepsi, your ass in the bar, your ass was in the fucking grocery store. One like, oh fuck, it, let me grab this Pepsi. Like you've been seeing that shit in the back of your head all fucking day, all week. People been talking about Pepsi. When you at the vending machine, like, all right, what do I want to get? Oh fuck, it, let me grab this Pepsi. Like nigga, the shit worked. Like, maybe it works. Maybe we, we we playing into the shit. Everybody keep tweeting it. Boom, boom, boom. That's why I'm like, when some fucked up shit happened. I'm not about to keep retweeting and posting the negative shit because we be spreading the negativity. I would never see it if us wasn't sharing it with each other. And hey man, maybe you weak ass niggas drink Pepsi. Boss Dame don't drink no pop. Then you don't drink pop. Nah, I don't. Oh, I don't like the carbonation. I'm with you. I mean, I you know add that to the list of shit that I can kind of be weird about. I, I try, I've been trying to reduce pop. Well, I've reduced pop pretty much. Like I literally, only thing in my house ever is water to force myself to drink water and shit. Um, water, almond milk, orange juice, and lemonade. That's it. Only time I drink pop is when I'm at, at work in the middle of the night, and that's what's in the vending machine and shit. Because sometimes the water at work does not taste like water. <laughs> it okay. Tastes like battery acid or some shit. Like I don't know what the fuck be going on. Um, so now some shit that I can be offended by. Uh, is uh, Nivea. They did a, uh, some crazy shit, and it had to be pulled. So Nivea pulls uh, advertising campaign, and they, they they call White is Purity. Um, so the German skincare makers ad for a deodorant included a picture of a woman and the slogan "White is Purity." 
Then it was posted on Nivea's Middle East Facebook page with the caption that says, keep it clean, <laughs> keep, keep it, it white. <laughs> keep it clean, keep it bright, don't let anything ruin it. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. White is purity. You put a picture of this white woman with this white cream and said, keep it clean, keep it bright, don't let anything ruin it. Because white is purity. Don't let anything ruin it. Now that's some shit you can get offended about. Like that's not like that's not no. Let me uh see. Like God damn. Yeah, that's pretty blatant. <laughs> Jesus. I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing good to say about that shit. That's blatant as fuck. Uh, Nivea, you're fucking keep it, fooling. Keep it clean. Keep it bright. You might as well say keep it clean. Keep it white. That's what that's that was the original. I one. really thought that's where you was going with that shit, and I was going to fucking fall out. Uh, don't let anything ruin it, Jesus. I don't have no words for that, man. That shit is just fucking racist. But what nobody talk about that one though? Everybody talking about fucking Pepsi. Uh, I heard people talking. I didn't know that was a slogan. <laughs> that God damn, that's terrible. <laughs> that's like some shit that. That's like a, a bad day. That's like a Day Chappelle skin or some shit. Like. <laughs> That's like when you think of the most racist advertisement that you can hand. Like, God. you gotta put that up there. You you gotta put that up there. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I don't have nothing for that. That's just just terrible. And I read this shit on CNN. Like, so the headline was like Nivea pools white is purity. Like, nigga, white is purity. Oh man, that's just what people think, though. I mean, the the thing about we so brainwashed, we think vanilla white. And it's not it? vanilla beans are vanilla's black as shit. Nigga, when first time I saw that shit, and this is probably about two years ago, freaked you the fuck out. I'm like, I never thought about this shit before. Like I, I was like, nigga, what? I've been lied. I felt like I felt like I've been tricked. I'm like, I just figured vanilla was white. Because I mean, you, you add ice cream. I mean, you add cream to it, a little bit of milk. Yeah. Turns a whole different. Turns a whole different color. Uh, that's fucked up. I don't have nothing. I won't be fucking with Nivea for for a while. Uh, shit, keep it white, homie. Keep yeah. it white. <laughs> that's all. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and that's black, y'all. Y'all know what movie that is. Yeah, man. Uh, damn, keep it white. <laughs> all right, man. What else? Uh, crazy happened. Hey, man. What about uh, fat black gay Santa? Oh man, why don't y'all just stop, man? Like, I want y'all to stop. Hey man, say say what you feel about that, cause I, I have a complete. I'm sure my opinion is gonna be completely different I want than yours. To, I just, why don't you leave Santa Claus alone, dog? Santa Claus is fake. If they want to make Santa Claus fat, black, and gay, I don't get no fuck. My kids all know that Santa Claus is a motherfucking liar. So as far as me and my house are concerned, I don't give a fuck if Santa's gay. The, look, look. Gives a whole new meaning me, to coming down the chimney. For real, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna stew up a little bit. Now listen, look at the, listen to this comp. Listen, listen to the 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 title. <laughs> you can't even get it out. <laughs> this shit makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> it does make me uncomfortable. The headline is comedy writer to introduce a parodies children book that will feature Santa Claus as a gay black man. I just felt, that shit just made me cringe. Like it just made me cringe, dog. Hey man, and then the picture 
got two Sanders looking at each other ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you doing this, dog? Like, why are you doing this? Cause he look he looking at his lover in the face, and that nigga is feeling something. Like when I thought about Santa Claus, I he's feeling know. something in his mistletoe. No. <laughs> <laughs> When I think about Santa Claus, I do not think about sexuality. I don't think about Santa Claus getting girls or like it's Santa Claus, dog. If if ain't no if if nobody is getting pussy, Santa Claus should definitely be getting pussy. He got Miss Claus. No, I'm just saying he coming through dropping off gifts. But you said get you ever pussy. buy a bitch a bag? He's not getting no pussy. No, no, not not fat black gay Santa. But I'm just saying, Jesus like if you Christ. don't think about Santa getting none, I mean, you ever buy a bitch a bag? You'll definitely get some pussy. And Santa's bringing a whole bunch of shit. Oh, man. I want them niggas to stop. I want to see, uh, don't judge me. I want to see uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Judge, my nigga, judged. Hey, man, you got to go. You got to go where you got to go. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just leave What's her name? Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just leave it at that. Uh, you got to go where you got to go. Uh, it was a good movie, though. Uh, but they, they brought, like, what was the guy named Guston or whatever? The, 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 you the, saw the movie, nigga. I you know the characters. Anyway, his understudy was gay in the movie and shit. Like, why does you you like the movie and the story didn't call for that? Like, so you went in there and purposely wrote, like, I like what's the purpose? It's just like how we was talking about shit on social media. Everybody wants to get offended. Also, everybody feels like they need to be included. You need okay. to have like gay characters and shit. You gotta have your token black characters. All that shit, and we still can't get a uh, an Egyptian movie with actual black people in it. Uh, we gonna have Black Panther, all black class. Ain't that, ain't that weird though? Like it's 2017. Everybody know that these mo- like everybody know what the people in this area should look like, and we always we still it's, don't get actual people of color playing people that's on the continent of Africa. It's not weird to me because there's still a huge racial divide in this country. We talk about like people trying to sweep racism under the rug. That shit is alive and well and motherfuckers do not. Like when you look at like some of those older movies like The Ten Commandments. What was that movie where Elizabeth Taylor was like uh, You think it might have been in Ten Commandments or that was Cleopatra. Yeah, where Elizabeth Taylor was fucking Cleopatra. Like that shit has been embedded in a people's mind. The Passion of Christ. Jesus was a white man. Like now, like y'all got history. Hold like, on, let, at hold some on. point, is now at, at this particular point in 2017, it's offensive. It is because because you're doing you're blatantly doing this, and we all know like but, it's offensive at this point. But now. let's just break some shit down in the common sense. I don't know if I've said this shit on the podcast. I I may have, I may not. And if it offends you, fuck you and your mother. Look, <laughs> just based off of geography alone, if you say Jesus was born in Jerusalem, just strictly based off of geography, where's Jerusalem at? Oh, it's in the Middle East. What the fuck is the Middle East? I, I'm just, we're just, let's just that's give a, it a read. No, what I'm saying is that was that was my next thing I'm going through. Look at the fucking map, nigga. That's Africa. Okay, ain't shit Middle East about this shit. That, that's what that's just what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, like so. Jesus was born in Jerusalem on the continent of Africa. Or what are what are from Africa Africans who are typically darker? Of, yeah. So I mean, just based off of geography alone, nothing else. It's offensive. Jesus was probably brown skin. If, if if it's all about inclusion, right? And you want to be included, and you want to put people of color here. You want to put uh, different lifestyle and choices here. Can we at least get some some color? Accuracy, colored accuracy, some color accuracy. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a slow process, man. Until it's a no process. 
Look, if we're if you're not an influencer, if you're not a button pusher, if you're not making shit happen, then you're a fucking worker. And I mean, you're being told what to do. So, I mean, until we are in positions of power financially, in positions of power in Hollywood to make I'm those decisions, no we're still going to see those type of movies. Niggas who fucking roasted the Aaliyah movie because people ain't look like each other, which I never watch. But then never go watch the guys of Egypt ain't. And all, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't really fuck with movies, so yeah, man, we know though. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, know. Right, we, we know, right, though. You know, whatever, know. whatever. White people in Egypt, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I need to have just a whole list of shit that I don't fuck with. Movies, I don't like eating with strangers, so I don't fuck with the chef's table at Benihana's. Uh, Uber uh, pool, don't fucking talk to me in the Uber. I've never gotten Uber before. What the fuck? What? What? I've had the damn Uber app for like four years. I've never taken the Uber or Lyft or any of that shit. Like I don't. I just never did it. I, I, I wanted to. I even when I when I went out of town and shit. Went to um, last year I was in Orlando, and I'm like, all right, better get an Uber and shit. And the technology I, snob, when Steve I got, Jobs Jr. has listen, never used Uber. To, when I got to the damn uh, airport, I'm like, I'm an Uber to the uh, to the hotel. Like it was cheaper for me to rent a car for the weekend. <laughs> like the trip was that I'm like, fuck that, we're in the car. And I didn't use Uber. I mean, I'm just saying, you ain't never went out like knew that you was gonna get shit face, rock bottom drunk, and was like, Yeah, I should probably Uber there and back. I probably would be with somebody in their drive. Okay. Well I mean, shout out to me for being the adventurous one because well, I you, fucks you with told, Uber. You, I, you told me about the party, like I should probably Uber to to my. To yeah, but we got to we got to talk about that contingency plan off the air because yeah. you you're wilding, you're hey, wilding. Uh, this party is gonna be epic, and I can't wait to get drunk and see certain people face to face. I'm hearing certain names of people that I'm looking to be there. I can't wait to see you and get drunk and talk shit to your face. Uh, I, I really hope y'all come out and have a good time. And I'm mixing light and dark. And guess what? If you want to come out and you kind of like apprehensive and kind of tentative, like, man, I don't know. I ain't going to know nobody. It's all family. It's all love. Come up to me and give me a hug. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Niggas, dog. <laughs> give me a pound or something. Say what up. Don't uh, I up. already got word like some of our people over at Everyday Ignorance are going to be there. So yeah, I know I, that's going to be. I seen a couple. Uh, <laughs> I got, that's going to be people, interesting. A couple people reached out. Hey, Nina, we're going to come with that commercial and we don't give a fuck if you give us a bad rating. Uh yeah, you, you probably want. Matter of fact, we 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 should go ahead and do our app. No, nah, no, nah, I, I I I'm not reading all that shit. I'm, I need to break it down and paraphrase it. I'm not reading those three fucking paragraphs <laughs> that she sent. I'm not. We'll do we'll do the commercial and you'll get it. We promise because you paid for it and she well, paid for it, an interview. Well, it's not paid until you, we actually complete it. Oh, so we ain't got no money yet. Yeah. Oh, so we'll just keep stringing this shit along now. I mean. Fuck it, maybe next week. <laughs> not me. It's not me. It's not me. Don't come out. Don't come for me, Nina. Don't come for me. Um, I do it. I mean, just when the fuck I feel like it, man. I don't. I don't like to be rushed. Uh, man, I think that's all. That's all for this week, man. All right. So, uh, plug the party one more time. Next week, next Saturday, next is Saturday, the fifteenth, April the fifteenth. We're gonna be at Rosie O'Grady's in Ferndale. That's not your actual birthday, is it? No, my birthday is on the sixteenth. Okay. Which so by the time the end of the night, it'll be my birthday by the end of the night, uh, which is actually on Easter Sunday. So I'm gonna put you on the spot right now because you told me before the podcast that you were not drinking. You were I, not drinking. That's liquor. not what I said. That's not what you said. No, that's not what I said. Okay. What I said was uh, I had a, a mini debate with myself whether I was going to drink or not. 
Okay. That uh, sounds like a nigga that doesn't want to drink liquor. You're definitely getting drunk. Uh, I just, I think the podcast would be so much better if we were both shit face drunk. Because, I mean, for the I've I've been fasting. My fast is over on Sunday. So the last the last 40 days, I haven't had a drink. You know what I'm saying? So the last- uh, You got to make up for lost 40 time. 40 days man. on this podcast, we've been, I've been completely sober. And I typically I don't like to do the podcast sober. <laughs> I mean, I would like to be under I don't the. No, man, we was trying to get you to drink a few. The last the last time we came, I, I couldn't fuck with that forty. I mean, I just I just straight admitted I couldn't do shit with that forty yeah. ounce. But I mean, if you're just talking hard liquor, like so usually I'm buzzed up. And remember that one time, Crystal got me. I was drunk before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, he was. I was fucking <laughs> wasted before we even turned the mics on. Yeah, he was buzzed. Man, them uh, drinks was good as up. fuck. Yeah, shout out to uh, Crystal. <laughs> Uh, hopefully we'll see everybody uh, at the joint on on Saturday. Everybody who all our guests, our past guests, yeah, will be there. You know, and we're gonna have an Axe and Shop episode. So we're gonna do the actual podcast there, and then we're gonna have some some audience interaction where you can ask some questions and we answer. And uh, I can just see that being so bad. I just remember when Jay was on, and I've been catching hell about. Some of the shit that she confronted me with, but I don't get no fuck. Whatever. Uh, yeah, she'll be there. Shout out to Superwoman Jack. I can't wait to um, see you and bring your big booty ass sister with you. I mean, <laughs> just, just, just do us a solid. I mean, fuck. So um, we have some Carl interaction, and you know, celebrate. I, I, I've never had a birthday party before. Your parents didn't love you. I mean, like when you not no kid, Chuck E. Cheese. When you have like me. family and shit over, like that don't count. You know, no, nah, I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like a for real party, my nigga. But like as in a as in a grown up and an adult, like you know, you go to a club and get a booth or some shit, but that don't really count because I feel like we should yours. be playing some sad music under this shit. Like what? I don't even get you. Uh, well, uh, we're gonna have a party and hopefully we can turn that bitch upside down. Yeah. So and be prepared to buy drinks for us. Yeah, buy drinks because yeah, the bar got to cover a tab. <laughs> <laughs> the room has to cover a tab. And the drunker I get, the better I start sounding. Yeah, so come on, have a good time. Uh, follow the Instagram page, Shop Talk Podcast. We're trying to get them followers up. The we need to hit a thousand. The, the, the numbers on the Shop Talk page has jumped up in the last month. Yeah. A couple hundred. It's moving. It's yeah. moving. Uh, Dame Gone Wild, Twitter. Instagram and Snapchat. I think I'm about to retire snapping a little bit though. I just but Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat for now. Yeah. Damn, going wild. What I do need y'all to do is uh, I don't. I'm not sure how you listening to this podcast right now. Um, a lot of people listen on iTunes. If you are listening on iTunes, great. Subscribe. Um, if you listen on SoundCloud, subscribe. If you listen on Google Play, it is on Google Play. I know we be giving Androids a lot of slander, rightfully so. Um, but it is on Google Play. But if you and I. In the app store and all that stuff, rate the app so we can move up to little ratings and it'd be easier, you know. Follow hey, the YouTube channel. Word on the streets is that your pussy is trash if you have an Android. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just what the streets are saying. Oh, uh, man. So I, I got a couple people that hit me. Somebody hit me up and told me that uh, every time somebody texts them with the green bubble, they hear my voice saying, <laughs> don't text me with the green bubbles. Because uh, you know that's poverty coming through on your line. When you see that green bubble, <laughs> they want money. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave us off with one little thing, dog. And I'm gonna end the podcast with this because um, you got to give out your social media shit before you. Uh, it's uh J Johnson three one three on um, Instagram and on Twitter. Follow the Shop Talk podcast page too, man, because I'm gonna start interacting a lot more uh, with that page because it's most important. And just for all of my Android people out here, um, I just have a special message for you before we go. 
pretty fair person. But when it comes to people talking greasy to me on low-definition Android phones, it's not happening. Because y'all got too many issues with droids, okay? Your talk time is limited. 89% of your phone calls drop. You barely have any reception. You can never fully update that phone. You gonna mess around and press the wrong button. That hoe gonna blow up. So you do not have the authority to talk greasy to nobody on the iPhone. Then you got the nerve to be talking rah-rah with them pixelated etch-a-sketch quality videos and pictures. And you on Snapchat. 